Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm sorry, I'm Tan. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment. Everything. I'm sorry, I'm Tan. I'm sorry, I'm Tan. That's right. Holly's here. Lisa LaCourcier's here filling in for Alexis. Alexis uh, will be back with us tomorrow. And uh, we have a fun second hour ahead. We're going to play a little game hosted by our own Wink Martindale, Holly Roberts. Um, I've had a couple people ask me because of my connection with Disney how I'm feeling about the Disney news uh, this week. So I'll talk about that. Uh, And then we're going to end the hour with Peter Brady. No joke. Christopher Knight's uh, going to join us. Here's a story of lovely lady. Yeah. Uh, but first, we have breaking news. That's right. Uh, we just talked about another theory about Hoda Kotb at the beginning of uh, the first hour. But the actual Today Show has now cleared up the situation at the top of their broadcast today. Uh, so here's what they said just moments ago. Well, about an hour because we get an hour later. But uh, here's what Craig Melvin and uh, Al Roker said. Uh, take a listen to this. Uh, Savannah, she is at home after a positive COVID test yesterday. Uh, we are wishing our friend a speedy recovery. And as for Hoda, we know a lot of you have been wondering how she's doing. We can tell you uh, that Hoda's okay. Uh, she's got a, a family health matter that she has been yeah. dealing with. So uh, we look forward to seeing Hoda. And Savannah yeah. back here at the desk very, very soon. That's right. We love you both. There we go. Hmm. That's what they said moments ago at the top of the Today Show. So it's a health matter. Family health matter. Hmm. So there we go. Mm-hmm. We wish Hoda the best. Yes, I love we do. Yeah. I do love the Hoda. I love the Hoda Lee and the Kathy Lee and the Savannah Lee and all of them. All the Lees. <laughs> all, all of the Lees. Um, I... Uh, Speaking of Alexis, I can't. Uh, I'm look. I look I'm uh, gonna miss Lisa, but I see Lisa all the time, so it's not like I'm not gonna it's see fine. Lisa. But I'm looking forward to telling Alexis something when she returns, Holly, and oh. uh, and you. And she's gonna be very proud of me because Holly and I know this, and you guys know this. Alexis is very proficient in the social medias. Yes, she 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 did vines uh, when vines uh, were were uber popular and she was devastated when they went away. And then she jumped on the Instagram reels and the TikToks. and Holly has been the star of many of hers. She's uh, an expert at it, isn't she, Holly? Oh, she's fantastic. She conceptualizes it, edits it, does all the stuff. And I just dance around like a boob. Yeah. (laughs) 
And I, I've been that boob, too. I've been the right boob. <laughs> yeah, and I'm left. Yes. Mm. And uh, so I've, I've, I've openly complained because I think it's a relatable. I think probably some of you are with me on this one. I, I, I like, I'm a techie guy, but for some reason, I ain't good on the TikTok. Uh, are you, you're the oh, same way. Hell no. I think yeah. I follow like two people. I, yeah. yeah. I, it's just not my thing. And I'm, I'm not good with the Instagram reels. Like I can post stuff, but I've never been good. Well, I sat down. Well, I've, I've been taking a lot of tutorials lately. Holly knows that. I've been uh, taking YouTube classes a lot lately. Yeah, get on I feel that like Linda.com. I, girl, I feel like yeah. I'm at National American mm-hmm. University. I, 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 National American <laughs> University. Anyway, I've been taking classes. <laughs> and then I took some more classes. Um, and I took some uh, social classes. Uh-huh. And I have started to figure out the Instagram reels. And, and why yeah. does this matter? You're probably asking yourself. Why? Because I'm starting to not feel so old. I'm finally, oh. I'm feeling a little younger. Congratulations. Thank you. Yay! I'm feeling because I got an app that has helped me edit my social medias. Oh. So I'm calling it, I'm going to name it an ab fab because if it can help me, <laughs> if it can help me edit these things, it can help you too. So I am naming the app InShot, I N S H O T, InShot. An absolutely fabulous item. Absolutely fabulous. It is very easy. I watched one YouTube video, one YouTube National American University video. And after that one seven-minute video, I was able to craft an Instagram reel video with music. What? With font. (gasps) I had font. Ooh, that's fancy. Not just Comic Sans. Not just Comic Sans, not just Times Roman, not just Century century Gothic. Ariel. That's a mermaid, but yes, also a font. (laughs) I had font. I had volume modification at the ease of a thumb move. The thumb move. Uh, So all joking aside, this was fun. It was easy. I could add filters. What? Yes. Okay. And if I can figure it out, you can figure it out. So the ease of use is why I'm recommending in shot. Um, it got it has a five star rating on Apple and mm. the on the App Store. Now you can buy a fancy version, the Pro. Mm-hmm. I don't think the average Joe Joanna needs that. Um, I don't have it. I don't have it. I just have the normal one. But boy, oh boy, did boy, oh boy, it sound like uh, Wally here. Um, I enjoyed using this yesterday and I made my first reel. You can see it on my Instagram stories. Um, it's me after the snowstorm making my way to red rabbit. Oh, I did see that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah. Colin creeping in the background. Colin, which I did not realize he was behind me until I was editing that. I did not realize he creeped behind me. He's poking his head Um, in. He's your back boob. Yeah, he was kind of my back boob and um, did not notice he was in that video until I was editing, which cracked me up. His little head pops up like a jack in the box, like a little gay in a box. Yeah, but you can see it to search for Jason Matheson. Click to my store. Oh, no, it's not stories. No, no, no. It's a post. I made a reel. Yeah. Hello, Jason. Um, I enjoyed this. 
if you are in your 40s and 50s and 60s and you can't figure out how to edit these social media videos, I have the app for you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this looks great. I already, I just downloaded I it. Just Did download- you? Yes. Yep. It's fun, y'all. Well. <laughs> it's fun, y'all. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I had a good time. It took me up 40 minutes, you know, because I was learning. Now I know quicker. But once you get the general hang of things, it was quite delightful. Okay. To craft a little Insta video hmm. with multiple videos, you put them together. It's pretty intuitive. I didn't have a lot of questions. What I thought it would do did. You know what I mean by that? Just it was just very intuitive, is what I'm trying to say. So in shot, I N S H O T is an absolutely fabulous item. Absolutely fabulous. There we go. Fun fact too. Very first segment ever on our show mm. was fun. Uh, was AbFab. First one ever. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, you guys have been asking, and uh, I'll tell you how I'm feeling about this Disney news, uh, the takeover, kind of the governmental takeover of the Walt Disney World Resort. <laughs> My feelings when we come back. It's Jason for Red Cow and Red Rabbit. New month means new specials. That's right. And Red Cow and Red Rabbit have a ton, including their You Pick Two a lunch deal. That's right. You pick two, a half sandwich, a half salad, or soup. Pick two of those, and you have a delicious lunch at Red at Red Cow. And listen to this. This is seafood season, and they have a fish fry. Oh, and so good. I'm very particular about my fish fries, and they have the best. So if you're looking for a place to get your fish on, which that sounds funny. Anyway, uh, run to Red. Go to redcowimmon.com or redrabbitimmon.com for full menus. And don't forget, happy hour's going on. Well, not right now, but Tuesday through Friday, 2 to 5. Great deals on wine, cocktails, beer, and great appetizers. So I have given you 150 reasons to run to Red. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk, streaming all over the place on our My Talk app and all over the place on your favorite home device. Activate us on that and listen to us in your kitchen, your bathroom, wherever you have that thing that's likely spying on you. I'm Jace with Holly and Lisa LaCourcier filling in for Alexis, who will be back tomorrow. Um, a, a, Several of you, I would say three or four, have asked me for obvious reasons uh, my thoughts on uh, Disney World being in the news lately. It's kind of the cross-section. It's the intersection of pop culture and actual hard news that we don't do on the station. But this is pop culture, and it touches me and, and a topic that interests me because it's Disney World. But what I'm talking about is uh, the governmental takeover of what's called the, well, what was called the Reedy Creek uh, Improvement District, which was a special uh, district that Disney controlled. Uh, they kind of controlled their own land, their own governmental uh, services, so to speak. And it was a it was kind of one of the linchpins of why Walt chose Florida back in the '60s, and you know they charged themselves taxes and and handled the infrastructure and handled permits and all that stuff. So this would be considered Lake Buena Vista when yes. when you when you hear Lake Buena Vista, this is kind of what they're talking about. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and and let me say this. Let me let me let me set the table here. Let me just tell you this before, and you know I, I play it down the line for you guys. I I don't. 
uh, people think I'm some flaming far left uh, uh, nutbag, but I'm I'm Lisa knows this and, and Holly does too. But Lisa and I are very I'm way more centered than a lot of people think that I am, and 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 I I just want to set the table for this conversation and also and say I'm not. I'm not kissing Disney's butt. When Disney messes up, I, I say it. I have no problem calling them out. Okay, now having set the table. Um, so Disney, uh, the old CEO, to recap a little bit how this all started, Bob Chapik weighed into the legislation out of Florida that was called the Don't Say Gay Bill, which, um, you know, that's a, we're not going to argue that. But he weighed in and said that Disney was uh, was going to actively fight this legislation uh, because Disney was feeling the pressure from a lot of its employees that, you know, you you need to stand up for the LGBTQ community. Uh, And again, the the merits of the bill, we are turn on Kathy Wurzer for that. I'm not going to get into that. This is about the entertainment value of it and, and what what could happen as a result of what's happening right now. So he weighed into that, and according to Governor DeSantis's new book that just came out, uh, the old CEO actually called. Uh, they spoke, Bob Chapik and, and Governor DeSantis spoke, and the governor, in his words, in this book, warned Chapik of uh, against weighing into this. Mm-hmm. Don't don't weigh into this. Well, Chapik did, and some critics of the governor view what's happening now as kind of retribution. Because Florida has now stripped Disney of this special tax district. Let me pause and say, because a lot of people say, well, they should be on an even keel with everybody else. Again, uh, you know, we can have a a dispassionate uh, discussion about that. Um, Should they be on the same playing field as Universal and everyone else? I Maybe. But I will say this is one of many special tax districts in Florida. Mm. This is not special to Disney. Mm. That's a that's a that's a that's a part of the story that kind of gets overlooked. There are a lot of these, not just in Florida, but everywhere. So that's why a lot of folks, critics of the governor are saying this is retribution. So it signed. The reason this is making news right now is it was signed into law on Monday. And the press conference is what is a little a little scary to me because now this wades into entertainment. So they, at the press conference that the governor had, uh, this bill allows the governor to put in their own board to this new district and the governor, and it is his right appointed a board to oversee Disney. And right there, I, I, I already am going oof because I'm a kind of small government kind of guy and and i don't like i didn't like when tipper gore was trying this in the 90s again that's why hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I say the make the reference. I feel like we're in 92 all over again. I feel right, Holly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, feel well, like, I, I feel like we're living 1991, yeah. 92 all over More again. Dicks in the kitchen. Is Dan yeah. Quayle going to come out and talk about Murphy Brown? <laughs> yeah. Again? Again. And, and Tipper, uh, I didn't like when Tipper was doing it when I was a teenager. But anyway, I don't like government uh, editorializing and censoring company. I just don't like that. Anyway. So on this board, here is the board that is now going to oversee this portion of Disney. The board is made up by a woman named, a part of the board, Bridget Ziegler, who is uh, is part of an organization called Moms for Liberty, a conservative activist group based in Florida that has turned school board meetings into just utter chaos oh, at times. Man. And she is the wife of the vice chairman of the Florida Republican Party. Oh, okay. Um, and that's one of a few people on the board. And in the press conference, the, the governor has kind of hinted that this board is also going to look at the content of Disney. Uh, quote, so we hope they can get back on track. But I think all of these board members very much would like to see the type of entertainment that all families can appreciate. Which is basically saying entertainment that doesn't include people like me. <laughs> let's just oh cut let's just gosh. cut through the crap. Even if I wasn't a gay person in this community, I think a lot of all I think a lot of you in the audience would agree. I just don't like I don't like governmental forces uh stepping into private companies. Mm-hmm. That really that's that's you know what I mean? Yep. That bothers me. And especially editing content based on your uh, comporting with your own ideology. You're, you're, here's where I find the hypocrisy. You're saying that Disney is pushing an ideological agenda, but now you are. You want them to produce content that comports with your ideological agenda. And look, I'm looking at the list of names. That Ron DeSantis, one, yes. yeah, but there are a list of names, and here's what I'll say about those list of names: they have a very specific ideological point of view. Yes, I will say that, and uh, yeah, so that's what I got to say about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. now look, because they just control permits, and and again, I'm being, I want to be really fair and down the middle on this. Um, they control permits and infrastructure and the fire department. However, will the state put pressure? You know what I mean? Now they have a mechanism to put pressure on the company. If the company produces content that they don't like, ick, ick, ick. Yeah, that is, that is really, really not good. Mm -hmm. That's what I don't like. I I'll say it again for the people in the back that are going to email and say, I'm, I don't mind re-looking at this 1967 district and making it more fair. You know what I mean? To yeah. the taxpayers 
and to Universal and compete. I don't care. Make sure Disney, they should pay their fair share. Exactly. I am not saying that. I just don't like, I don't care from whatever party you're at. And I think I've shown in my history on this. I don't care if this if it was an independent. I don't care if Ross Perot was saying this. Um, hey. <laughs> I don't like that. That scares the living crap out of me. Well, because yes. we've lived through this before. Yes. <laughs> Jason, exactly. <laughs> Look, I mean, how blunt can you say it? Is that the folks that are being assigned to this, you know, they have a specific ideological mm, a commonality and that they want to control private messaging from a private company. Yes. Essentially. I, yeah. I, uh, not, I, uh, another one, George H.W. Bush, not gonna, not yeah. gonna. And also, one last point how does this touch the consumer? If they punish Disney, let's say they do something, let's say they put a gay, and this is a hypothetical, let's, let's say Disney puts a gay character. Because that seems to be the big problem. Exactly. That seems to be, let's, and I'm not just saying, it's just, it's what it is. Let's say they put a gay character in a movie and this board does not like that. And they start levying fees onto Disney or they make things more difficult. Uh, you know who's going to, who's going to, those fees are going to be passed mm-hmm. on to the park goers. Yep. It's not going to be Disney. It's going to be passed on those fees and those punishments. Mickey Mouse isn't going to feel those. Those are going to be passed on through fees and taxes to the guests at the Walt Disney World Resort. Well, and then let's take it a step further. If those fees are passed on to the guests at the Walt Disney Resort, then Disney's going to start thinking about what kind of decisions they're making creatively that are going to affect their bottom line. Yes. And that is a road that can go very mm, in directions, perhaps, that we don't want to go down. Yes. So... That's how I feel. Um, pretty down the middle on it. Again, look at the look at the district. Re reformat it for the for the modern age. I don't care about that. Disney needs to pay. <laughs> I give them a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like the censoring. That that bothers me. If, I feel like I'm living in Footloose. <laughs> I feel like I can't. I feel like I'm in high school and I can't dance. No dancing. No dancing <laughs> no for dancing. you. So <laughs> says John Lithgow. That's right. I feel like I'm Ren McCormick. Anyway. We're going to take a break. Uh, Holly's playing Wink Martindale when we come back. Hey, are you ready for a bathroom change? Well, if you go to Rebath and Rebath.com, you've come to the right place. They want to help you. Whether you're doing a quick tub to shower conversion or you need a complete bathroom remodel like we did, they've got you. And they make the experience effortless and fun. They have in-home consultations, high-end products, hundreds of selections for you, fast demos, professional installation. They'll get the job done in five days or less. So there's less stress and less out of schedule. They're in, out, done. There you go. And you have this beautiful bathroom. To enjoy their upcoming show, of course, is the Minneapolis Home and Garden Show. It's March 1st through the 5th. So they'll take the trucks out there. You can see and meet the team at the Home and Garden Show, which is always really fun. Their showroom is in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue. But if you go to Rebath.com, you can sign up to have a designer come to your home. All you need to do, Rebath.com. I'm getting to know our next guest uh, really well. He was just on my TV show yesterday or the day before. (laughs) And now we're getting ready to talk to him now. He's going to be in town. 
for the home and garden show, the Biggin, the Biggin, and he is huge in the furniture world. But we know him best uh, when he was a kid. Is Peter Brady from the Brady Bunch? But now Christopher Knight is a. I mean, girl, he's like the a big wig in furniture. And Christopher joins us on the phone now. Hi, hi again, Christopher. It's been so long. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna ask you kind of the same thing that I asked you uh, because I, I think people kind of wonder this, um, and I know your your, your family were all uh, a phrase that comes to mind is they all worked with their hands. How did you get into the furniture business? Well, that is a very long story. <laughs> um, like like everything else in my life, sort of uh, by accident. Uh, you know, it wasn't uh, on my radar screen at all. I had a friend. Um, I had segued into high tech for 20 years. I was in high tech. Um, and I had business partners who themselves were from the high tech world who had moved into the furniture world as the furniture world met the Internet. And um, they came to me. And as old business partners, it was a handshake deal um, to see what we could do, to see what kind of effectiveness. Uh, my connection to their efforts uh, would have or could have. They suspected that it would be um, a good move. And I trusted them that they were right. I had no idea how right they would be um, because it was the early stages of the uh, of furniture being uh, a marketplace to turn to reliably for purchase of, uh, of home goods and, de- and decor. Um, being that the internet is not a place that you see it, you know, or touch it, um, in real space, you know, yeah. you're, you're trusting that the, the color is true on the, on your, on your screen. And as computers, um, and technologies have gotten better over time that the tools become, um, appropriate, um, to present a marketplace and, and, uh, an endless warehouse marketplace of furnishings. And if you've noted, I mean, furnishing, no matter uh, where you buy it, um, is mostly not in front of you. It's in, it's in a catalog. They're, they have certain pieces there on the showroom floor, but that furniture takes space. They can't have it all. So a lot of times you're still buying it out of a printed or off a printed page. So the internet wasn't, you know, um, too far gone, uh, you know, uh, uh, an idea. Uh, yeah. for selling uh, home goods, and it worked out. It worked out tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. Uh, so, Christopher, clearly you're involved on the tech side of things, and you're involved in the online selling of the furniture. Are you involved in the aesthetic choices that Christopher Knight Home offers? Like, are you looking at swatches and colors and and all of that design aspect of it? I learned a very um, good lesson right at the beginning um, that there were some pieces that I thought there was no rhyme or reason for why it existed. Let's just take back in the day when we first started Ottomans um, Brown and was almost limited to Brown or white um, bonded leather Ottomans, very inexpensive storage Ottomans and so forth. were one of the company's um, first strong, you know, feature sets. Um, but there were so many designs. It was like, well, what's different between this one and that one? And uh, gave, um, very small details that made the the uh, separated the Ottomans out. 
Um, and I said, well, there's no reason, you know, for this one. I point to <laughs> say, well, that's <laughs> yeah. our bestseller. You know, yeah. like, you know, we do thousands, we do thousands of those a month. Um, and I go, oh, because I'm not necessarily looking at the, the sales sheets on the throughput. Um, I'm on the front side and um, then learning, in fact, what effect we're having on the marketplace and the products that are selling. I realized that it's not always my uh, sensibilities that are the ones um, that are um, being reacted to by by our uh, customers. Yeah. Um, many, many of our customers live differently than I live in smaller spaces, perhaps. Um, and so we don't really have a design uh, motif that we're trying to sell. Mm-hmm. Certainly right now, uh, mid-century modern is, is, in, is in vogue, and uh, we are happy to supply that. But we're an emporium. Uh, I'm a big believer in investigating yourself and trusting yourself in what it is that you like and you react to. If it's your space, make it yeah. yours. Absolutely. Um, and that, that means that, I mean, frankly, whatever is in style now, it's not its first, uh, go at it. You know, Mm -hmm. everything is, um, being brought back. There's a cycle and like mid-century modern from the mid-century is coming back 70 years later. Uh, you know, with, um, with, you know, more, uh, material choices, um, you know, better materials now, perhaps. So yeah, it's a spin on something. The design is from 70 years ago, but it's altogether new because we have different ways of making it, different ways of presenting it, a different materials to make it from. And certainly what we're providing is a different way to get it to you. And the get it to you part is, is really linked to getting it to your home so that you can walk it over the threshold um, and make it then um, much more available and affordable than a piece of similar size would have been if it was trucked to you, uh, you know, with white glove delivery. <laughs> Christopher Knight is our guest. You can see him this weekend at the Home and Garden Show. Uh, get tickets right now, Lisa. Yeah, Christopher, I, I have a question. You know, I your background is fascinating to me. You're in sales, you're in IT, you talked about high tech. Did that have anything to do when, when when you're going and all of a sudden you're you're in this furniture business? Do you think your your background in IT and high tech kind of helped guide the company and how you're presenting the furniture? Do you think that came into play at all? I mean, and you're a sales guy. Oh right? yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um First, I'm a marketing guy more than a sales guy. I, I know that to some they're indistinguishable, but I like to think the marketing guys are the ones who actually make the road, and the sales guys are the ones on the road. Um, so we pave the way so that the sales can happen. Ideally, if you pave a really like good that. road, um, the traffic will just flow, sort of like a river. Um, and presenting products online the problem had been that firstly the size of the the pieces meant that how do you get it to individuals quickly uh for years on the internet for at least a a dozen years people were purchasing and purchasing stereo components and so forth that were already boxed at the factory furniture is a little bit different and certainly larger in size so you know, having an idea of what it was the customer needed to pull the trigger was the secret sauce. Um, yeah. And uh, companies like Target 
are, you know, the leaders in this area, you know, presenting to the customer a, a furniture with enough data points so that the customer can be confident in its purchase. And once that confidence um, is uh, is upheld, there's less resistance to buying the next time. So we're seeing yes. this, you know, great growth in the uh, percentage of furniture sold online. And some pieces are just not the kind of pieces will, that'll ever sell online. You know, the yeah. heavy granite piece is uh, something that's totally, surely manufactured. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Close to where you live as opposed to, you know, hundreds of miles away. So there's no Absolutely. reason uh, to look to the internet other <laughs> than for your selections of stone, perhaps. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the, the idea that we can present not only an endless uh, warehouse and design online without limitation. There's also the ability to put those pieces into play so that the customer is confident in what they're purchasing. And of course, target is, is, it sits there as kind of the mothership of confidence. If you're a target shopper, you just trust them and their vetting goes a long way to your your ability to, to say okay i'll buy that because getting it back is the problem if you've got it and you don't like it and you want to return it at least with target there's a place to go christopher i gotta cut you off we're sadly running up against a forced break you can see christopher this weekend at the home and garden show get tickets now he's going to be doing a q a and look up his home collection as well thank you christopher we'll be back right after this 